so I read Fox all the time and to see nonsense like doing that, the, doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yes, and if that was a, a real story... if that was a real thing. <laughs> and so yeah, I saw a story on Fox which. They were very, very happy to talk about it. It was like, I don't, there's not a lot of lengthy articles on foxnews.com, <laughs> but this one was a very long article with lots of quotes from people. And it was about telling people how Joe Biden's FDA wants to ban menthol cigarettes. And they wanted to make sure that black Americans knew that Joe Biden is going to do this. And so it is, at the, in fact, the case that the FDA had announced that it was contemplating making this rule. And they're asking for public comment about it. And, and menthol cigarettes, for those who don't know, are overwhelmingly the most popular brand of cigarettes by smoked by Black Americans, based most famously with the Newport brand. 85% and... of, of smokers who are Black smoke menthol. That's right. Yeah. And basically of menthol cigarette smokers, the other demographic that smokes them is older white women. So white boomer women. And so in a certain sense, Joe Biden kind of is making a policy that's targeting an amusement of some of his most loyal voters. And politically, it doesn't make a lot of sense, I have to say, and uh, especially considering that the tobacco companies have already figured out how to make synthetic menthol. So it basically has all the same tingly effects of this on the cigarettes. And since they haven't actually banned the, the sensation of menthol, just the chemical of it, this ban doesn't really do anything, in my opinion. And it doesn't... But, the, but there is some debate on the left about this. So the NAACP has said they are in favor of it, but the ACLU has said they're not. And some other groups have come out one way or the other. I just, I think in a time where we're unlocking marijuana legalization and, and then like smoking weed is not good for you. Like, I'm sorry, guys, if you're if you're really into it, but it's not good for you. It's It is carcinogenic because it's smoke in your lungs. But it's probably better for you than cigarettes, though. I, because you I don't think, smoke yeah. 20 of them. Most people don't smoke 20 of them in a day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but still, it's not good for you. But anyway, bottom line, that if you're going to be doing stuff like this, low-risk health, well, maybe not low-risk, but not immediately toxic substances that people smoke willingly, I just think let, let people have their menthols. That's my thought. But you wrote a whole article about menthol cigarettes, and there are some negative aspects of it as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the article was spurred by, I mean, it wasn't, this isn't like a new proposition. Like the, mm -hmm. the FDA announced this back in like 2021 that they wanted to scrap menthol cigarettes. And I mean, I, I think I sort of see both, I see why some black civil rights groups are, are on, on the side of prohibition. And I also see why folks are concerned about that happening because anytime that there's any kind of a ban created on something, any kind of prohibition, legal prohibition, then the people who are harmed the most if that law is broken in any way are black folks. We Eric Garner like Eric, Eric selling Garner, cigarettes. Yeah. Right. Specifically has been including selling loose cigarettes. You can die over that if you're black. So anytime there's a new law, 
black people are going to be criminalized by it more than anyone else. But also there's a really rich history of <laughs> rich is probably not the word I, I should use, the but there right is word, a lengthy, yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's definitely not the right word, but there is a, a, a lengthy and storied history of the way that menthol cigarette producers have taken specific aim at black folks. And the result has been that there have been lawsuits against them for targeting uh, especially older black folks, because there was one of the early tobacco producing companies was Lorillard Tobacco Company, which I think has now, I mean, it is no longer existed, but has been sort of subsumed by another company that does still exist and produces menthols. But in the late 1950s, they would go into African, largely overwhelmingly occupied by black folks project areas and bring in, they took Convert, they converted ice cream trucks. They drove them into project areas and they would hand out menthol cigarettes to children as young as for nine. Free. Yeah. Yeah, for absolute free. Yeah. They would they would give them hands out. And some of those people ended up with lifelong addi- addictions. I mentioned in the article, I mentioned the case of Marie Evans, who by the time the settlement actually happened in 2010. She had died. Her son received the the settlement, but it was for $152 million in damages because she and she'd grown up in Roxbury in Massachusetts and was one of those people who who was given cigarettes at nine and who even once she contracted cancer, just could not break the habit. And there's the tobacco companies, or specifically those that are manuring, manufacturing sort of these under their umbrella menthol cigarettes they sponsored music festivals i think a really big thing in the in the 70s was getting behind like jazz festivals or just black music oriented festivals so obviously their branding was all over the place they were some of the first companies to advertise in black magazines like ebony there are a lot of i mean one of the it's i'm often rabbit holing these topics that are super depressing but also fascinating at the same time and going down a rabbit hole of looking at crazy fucking ads from like the 60s and especially the 70s and the Black Power mm. era, seeing these ads where they are like using the language of like the civil rights movement or the Black Power mm-hmm. movement or really like playing into like everyone's dressed like fucking shaft and they're holding a cool. <laughs> I mean, like they really, they really, really went after Black folks. And I'm just actually seeing this in the piece. I haven't read this piece in a long time, but There was actually a marketing memo that got discovered, obviously, during discovery in one of the cases. Laura Lard in in 1970, the document was titled Why Menthols? And here's the quote. Negroes, as the stories go, are said to be possessed by an almost genetic body odor. Now, whether this is real or, or not is irrelevant. More importantly, Negroes recognize the existence of this quote unquote myth. And they realize that quote unquote whitey does too. Now. What does this have to do with menthol cigarette? Here's the theory. Negroes smoke menthols to make their breath feel fresh, to mask this real or mythical odor. That's the kind of stuff that they were, that the company was saying internally. Yeah. And and it all started, by the way, just because they did, uh, I'm not going to look up the study right now, but they did a study in the 50s just to figure out how they could expand the menthol market looked at the numbers of black and white smokers, saw that black smokers, I think it was something like two and a half or 3% of white smokers 
were smoking menthols and 5% of black folks were. And that, that teeny tiny disparity made them focus almost singularly on black folks. And then later on, on Hispanic communities as well. Um, mm. uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, so yeah, it's complicated and, but still, I mean, we are where we are with it. And given that they already figured out how to make fake menthol, I mean, just to me, it's a, it's like, what's the point of it this way? Uh, like maybe if you're going after flavored cigarettes, because they already did go after them generally, flavored tobacco, smoked tobacco at least. But like to target menthol, the chemical, seems a little bit counterproductive at this point, I feel like. But I don't know. I mean, I mean perhaps. I think it's more complicated. Like there was a study that found like the number of the number of black adolescents in a neighborhood, meaning preteens, teens, in a neighborhood directly correlated to the amount of signage and advertising of menthol in that neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a pursuit of young black people. And they, even within studies, like RJ Reynolds found that they described it as like, blacks are separating into, this is in like the 80s, into two two groups one of sort of elite more educated blacks this is like their wording i'm paraphrasing but this is the sentiment and then the lower class blacks those are the ones who smoke menthols so let's go aggressively after those so it's sort of like the way that lotto companies target the poorest lower right? income people yeah yeah and 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 also there is a class factor to the neighborhoods that they advertise aggressively in so i don't know i mean i i'm not saying I think I'm just sort of uh, torn on this idea because I, just because something's been a certain way forever doesn't mean it's right. And when you start to dig into the history, it's really fucking frightening personally for me. Mm -hmm. This is recently as like 2000, uh, 2011. Stanford did a study that found that there was a correlation between the number of black high school students and advertising for menthols. But uh, there was another. But that was a while that, ago, though. Because it's illegal to target high school students now and has been for a while. I, I mean, that's there's a 2017 study that found as the proportion of black children in a census tract, in, tract increased in a city, the proportion of menthol marketing near menthol marketing near candy also increased. I mean, oh, okay. just because something uh -huh. is legally out of bounds doesn't mean how do, that's squishy stuff. Like, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, but is it just simply but that they have more black characters? But there's also Newport cigarettes are less expensive. Newport, New, Newport cigarettes are less expensive in neighborhoods where higher proportions of African American live. African Americans live than in neighborhoods that have a lower proportion of African Americans. While the price of non-menthol cigarettes tend not to vary. I'm just saying, the aggression is real. Cigarettes kill yeah. people, and it, there's a racial yeah. component, and it's something that before you, while you're thinking about this, you should be thinking about that. The end. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I guess yeah, we can lead people to think what they want on that one. We won't. We won't tell you guys what to think on this one. 